This is Dr. Marv Rosenberg of the Safaris, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of The Anatomy of a Hit, the show where you can get the inside story of a hit record and its artists. Today we have a really great memorable ballad for you. See if you remember this one. You don't know me. I'm not just one of your many toys. You don't own me. Don't say I can't go with other boys. Yes, it's Leslie Gore with You Don't Own Me, which reached number two in 1964. It is one of the very first songs in which a woman demands her independence from her man. The song can be considered one of the many artistic works that helped begin the women's liberation movement, despite the fact that the movement did not really take off until a decade later with the release of this song by Helen Reddy, I Am Woman, in 1971. I am I've heard it all before And I've been down there on the floor No one's ever gonna keep me down again Here's Leslie Gore in an interview with Marty Burns of Profiles explaining how she got involved with Quincy Jones as her producer. He became an A&R man at Mercury, and it was Quincy Mm -hmm. who realized uh, that uh, this market was popping up, and he began looking for young um, artists to work with. So he heard some demos of mine, Mm -hmm. called Mm -hmm. me one Thursday when I came home from school. I was all of about 16 years old. Unbelievable. And made me an offer I couldn't refuse, (laughs) and that was pretty much the beginning. The song was written by John Madeira and Dave White. White was an original member of Danny and the Juniors, and John and Dave wrote their big hit, At the Hop, which was featured on a previous anatomy of a hit show. You can hear that previous anatomy of a hit on Remember Then Radio. John Madeira said of this song in the Forgotten Hits newsletter, quote, Our original intent was to write a song with a woman telling a man off. You know, don't tell me what to do, don't tell me what to say. Though we didn't realize at the time that it would become a woman's anthem. It definitely was our intention to have a woman make a statement, unquote. There were several covers of You Don't Own Me. Let's hear a few. Ann Wilson of the group Heart did a version. Just one of your many toys You don't own me Don't say I can't play with other boys Don't tell me what to do Don't tell me what to say 
Mercy Faith did an instrumental arrangement on the song. The 2022 Netflix series, Stay Close, used You Don't Own Me as the theme song. It was sung by Nikki Williams. You don't own me Just one of your many toys You don't own me Don't say I can't go with other boys And the song was featured in the 1996 film The First Wives Club in the movie, the song was sung by Diane Keaton, Bette Midler, and Goldie Hawn. Here's an excerpt from that movie with those three stars singing the song. Like, what do you mean? You don't own me. You're not funny. No way. I'm out. I'm not. Stop it. No, I'm not going to. You don't own me. Don't say I can't go with you. And don't tell me what to do And don't right. tell me what yeah. to say And when I go out with you Don't put me on display Pretty good! <laughs> you remember! You don't own me Don't try to change me in any way You don't own me don't tie me down cause I'll never stay I don't tell you what to say I don't tell you what to do So just let me be my How did You Don't Own Me get picked to record by Quincy Jones? John Madera explains in an interview with Jerry Blavitt on The Gator Show. Well, David and I got a, a deal to make some records for Mercury. And um, so we go off to uh, Chicago to meet with uh, different executives at Mercury. So they walk us into this room and it's a big, long table. 
with all these guys that all look like gangsters. <laughs> and so I walk in and um, we got introduced and we're kids. It was 1963 and we were 25 years old. Mm -hmm. And we walk in there and uh, what do you got kids? And uh, we played them some records that we had just had made. They liked them. Then Quincy said, you got any new songs? Now that's Quincy Jones. Yes, Quincy Jones said, do you have any new songs? So we go over to the piano, they had in that room and we play You Don't Own Me. Well, Quincy fell down. He said, wow, what a song. He says, I'm getting ready. I'm doing an album with Leslie Gore. He said, uh, we're going to go to a Grossinger's, he said, this weekend. He said, she's up there playing at Grossinger's and um, play her the song. So what was Leslie Gore's reaction to first hearing the song? John explains. Off we do. That weekend, we got up in the car. David and I drive up to uh, Grossinger's. So we had a baritone ukulele. David played baritone ukulele. Mm -hmm. And we go, we see Leslie by the pool. We go by the pool and we play her the song with baritone ukulele. So she says, wow, I really like that. She says, can I hear it with piano? So we go into the main building, we find a piano and we play her with the piano. You don't hold me. I'm not just one of your many toys. Well, she's knocked out. So she calls Quincy right there and then. And she tells Quincy how much she loves the song. So Quincy gets on the phone and says, Johnny, I want you to go to see with Klaus Ogerman. And I said, Klaus Ogerman? He said, he's the arranger. So I want you and David to go up to New York and tell him what you want on the arrangement. When Quincy was doing the session and the writers attended, it was surprising that Quincy asked John Madeira and Dave White to do a certain something. <laughs> what was it? It surprised them. Listen. We walk into the session, and like I said, we walked in while they were starting to do You Don't Know Me. And they do a take, and he says, what do you think, guys? So uh, the introduction was different than we had written the song. And uh, so it's hard to tell Quincy, change something. This is Quincy Jones, you're telling him to change something. So he says, what do you think? Come on, come on, tell me with the truth. Well, Quincy, the, the introduction, we, David and I had a piano thing on the introduction uh, that they're not playing. And I think it would be really effective. Klaus, stop the session. John and Dave are coming out. He had a name for both of us. He still called Dave Gabby, because Dave didn't say a lot of words. And he still called me Nervous Norvis. <laughs> so he said, Norvis, and Gabby, get out there and, and make the changes. So we went out there and gave us about 30 minutes. We made a piano change with that ba-ba-bum, that. And uh, we added uh, a string line. We added a modulation and told uh, Leslie something we wanted her to do with the vocal. But we were done that session, Quincy said, wow. Throughout the years, the song has been covered by numerous artists from other countries and in different languages as well. Let's hear a few. This was a cover version of this song by a very strange German fellow named Klaus Nomi. He released the first male version of this song in 1973. You don't know me I'm not just one of your little toys You don't own me Don't say I can't play with other boys 
The New Zealand male group, the Ormsby Brothers, did a version of this song, which reached number five in Australia in 1973. Andre Hazes, a very famous Dutch singer, recorded You Don't Know Me in the Dutch language, reaching number five in Australia. Zeg maar niets meer, ik ga wel weg, als je dat wilt. Zeg maar niets meer. Laat me maar gaan, wees nu maar stil Maar dit is de laatste keer Ik weet jij kijkt nu op me neer Maar straks als het beter gaat Hoop ik dat je voor me staat Leslie Gore herself did a version in French Let's hear a bit of that But the biggest hit outside of the United States came from a version by Australian singer Grace, featuring rapper G-Eazy. Quincy Jones also co-produced this as well. The 17-year-old Australian singer Grace released this modern version in 2015. It was a huge hit in Australia, reaching number one and number four in the UK. It is a combination of the beautiful ballad with rap. Listen. Let's go. But I'm Gerald. And I can always have just what I want She's the baddest, I would love to flaunt Take her shopping, you know Eve Saint Laurent But nope, nope, she ain't with it though All because she got her own though Boss, boss, if you don't know She could never ever be a broke You don't own me I'm not just one of your many toys You don't own me Don't say I can't go with other boys Leslie Gore's first and biggest hit was called It's My Party, reaching number one for two weeks in 1963. But there's an interesting story how the record was rushed to hit the market. Leslie explains in an interview with Marty Burns. I read somewhere that what Quincy did do was he rush released it because he heard that Phil Spector 
was about to record It's My Party with the Crystals. That's absolutely that true. That is true. As a okay. matter of fact, Phil was already in the middle of doing this song with the Crystals. Okay. They were coming off probably the biggest record of their career to do Run Run. That Man, was I'm huge. On a son that, yeah. Okay, big, huge hit. Huge hit. He hasn't finished the track yet. He lets Quincy know literally the night we recorded It's My Party. Quincy, in his mm -hmm. brightness, mm -hmm. understood that the publisher had kind of double dealt us. Okay. There were there, there was a two guys. One of the owners gave Quincy an exclusive for me. The other gentleman gave Phil an exclusive for the Crystals. Ah. Once Phil mm -hmm. let Quincy know that he was recording this song, right. Phil woke up. Uh, Quincy woke up on on on, on Sunday morning, got mm -hmm. the tape, went to Phil Ramone's studio. He ran off mm. 100 acetates, had them in the mail on Monday morning to the top 100 record stations. Wow. I heard it myself. Uh, well, this is kind of amazing, seven days after I recorded it on WABC driving. I was living <laughs> in Tenafly at the time. How about that? Leslie said that Quincy Jones was a musical genius. He was one of the first to create different effects in the studio. Here's Leslie explaining some of those techniques Quincy used on the song It's My Party in an interview on Profiles. Uh, the innovative techniques that he used that weren't being used at that time were double-tracked vocals. That's absolutely right. Intricate backup vocals. That's true. And horns. That's right. Um, mostly rock and roll songs then were, uh, you know, pretty w one, four, five chords. Right. Quite simple, right. Uh, very few uh, minors or mm -hmm, sevens, mm -hmm. very little uh, uh, horns. Um, yeah. Well, Quincy, this was his background. He understood it and uh, he, he popped us. As a matter of fact, double voicing at that time in 63 and 64 was illegal by the union. I didn't know that. Yes, indeed. We used to leave the re recording studio. Was, Everything is done. Goodbye. We used to say goodnight. And there used to be usually a union member in the studio. Oh, so we'd boy. all say goodnight, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And 30 <laughs> minutes later, Quincy and Phil Ramone and, and I, we used to meet back in the studio and put the double voice on. Yeah, I was going to ask you, yeah. were you aware that these innovative things were taking place? Well, let's face it, we were recording four track, you know, so anything that was other than four track, I mean, it was pretty easy to keep track of what was going on. <laughs> let's hear that great first record by Leslie, which made her a star. It's It's My Party.
Leslie had many other hits, but let's just hear a portion of some of them. Judy's Turn to Cry reached number five in 1963. Same year, reaching number five, was She's a Fool. Sunshine and Lollipops reached number 13 in 1965. Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Everything that's wonderful is what I feel when we're together. Brighter than a lucky penny when you're near the rain goes, disappears, dear, and I feel so fine just to know that you are mine. My life is And Leslie Gore did a special duet with her buddy, Lou Christie, who had that big hit, Lightning Strikes. Lou Christie sings the first verse, and Leslie takes the second verse of the great song, Since I Don't Have You, by the Skyliners. Leslie Gore was also a songwriter. She co-wrote Out Here on My Own for the movie Fame with her brother Michael Gore, and the song was nominated for an Academy Award. Let's hear that record sung by the star of that movie, Irene Cara. It's Out Here on My Own. Out here on my own 
sometimes I wonder where I've been, who I am, do I fit in, make believing is hard alone, out here on my own. star to guide me far and shine me home I Regarding her personal life, Leslie dated men and women when she was young, but her first serious relationship in her 20s confirmed to her that she was a lesbian. Leslie had a major coming out party in 2005 when she announced she was a lesbian. She had known about her attraction to women from the time she was 20. In fact, she was married to a woman named Lois Sasson, or Sasson. Lois revealed new details about her sudden death and her cancer of the lungs. She said, quote, it was pretty fast. She had a pain in her back, went for an MRI, and was found this horrible tumor existed on her spine. She passed away at the age of 68. Let's hear that great song we've been talking about today. It's Leslie Gore with You Don't Know Me.
This is Dr. Marv Rosenberg of the Safaris. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please tune in next time for the anatomy of a hit. Goodbye, everybody.